This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, it's a podcast Tuesday, they call it. Some call it tomorrow Tuesday. Some call it something else Tuesday. We call it a podcast Tuesday. Al, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I call it two for Tuesday. What I do is I play two songs by the same artist back to back. Well, Chernoff started that years ago. Years ago, two for Tuesday. And you were a fan of that station, so you know what that means. Um, I was a huge K-Rock fan. Me too. During the Howard Stern era. Oh, not that time. Which at the time was uh, classic rock. It was right. Howard Stern all morning, classic rock Stern and roll. Stern was there, though, when you guys were still, when you were there doing new rock still, right? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. At he, the end? Mm-hmm. Right. I, he, uh, it was alternative rock for a number of years before Howard left. Oh, okay. But in that first half of my Howard Stern um, enjoyment, it was Howard Stern all morning, classic rock all day. Another good slogan. And that's how I learned about Led Zeppelin and The Who and Springsteen from listening, because I would just keep 92.3 on all day long. Amazing how that works, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I really did keep on that music because Howard Stern was there in the morning. Right. And then I also... also, never knew when a show ended. Right. He would go until at least 10, but... Sometimes 11. Sometimes 11, yeah. That's right, depending on what was going on. Read all the commercials at the end. Back in the good old days when he didn't want to go home. Let's do the plugs. (laughs) Talk to you in 10 minutes. (laughs) Right. That and then a one oh two seven WNEW I right. loved rock. Right. Yep. PLJ yeah. was rock back then. See, I don't remember that. I remember no. PLJ as rock. I always remember PLJ as like today's hits. Yeah. Like a Z one hundred almost. Z one hundred. Kind of mellowed out a little bit and Z one hundred went a little bit in a different direction. Right. Younger. Younger, a little more like like pop rap. Stuff yes. like that. Another great station, Jerry? 1063, G1063, but before it was G- FM1063. FM1063. Modern Rock at the Jersey Shore. Yeah, with Matt Pinfield. Yes, I was after Matt Pinfield. You were. Yes. You were when it was called G1063? No, I was, I was, it was oh, FM1063. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool because that was like, you'd have, it would be a little staticky because it was a tiny radio station. Yeah, depending upon playing, where you are, sure. Cool college rock music. You know, as they used would to say? listen to me every morning was Don LaGreca's wife. Is that right? And they lived up near Rutgers. They were married at the time? Uh, they were either engaged or married. I want to say they were engaged at the time. Oh. And they lived. They both lived up in the Rutgers area, around there. And she would say how on 287 it came in crystal clear. Yeah. And she used to listen to me. Before I met her, she listened every morning. 
It was kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, it's music radio from back in the day. Now, sometimes driving in, Jerry, we'll listen to 101.1 CBS yes. FM, which plays a lot of 80s music. Mm-hmm. It's old, dude. 80s music is old? It is. It's, I mean, it's yes. today's oldies. It's today's oldies. Like 1980, 1984 is, is 35 years ago. Yeah. That's a long time. That sounds very long ago, Jerry. And now think years. about it. When I was a kid, CBS FM was playing music from the 60s, which seemed ancient and to me. And 50s for me. Right, which sounds ridiculous. Yeah. So in 1982, when I was eight years old and my mom was zipping us around in her Cutlass Supreme, and we were listening to CBS FM nonstop, you'd hear a song from 1966. Right. It was only 16 years ago. Yes. Now we're talking about like the 80s doesn't feel like that long. It's 35 years. Right. And those Zeppelin records are 40-something oh years God. old. Oh, God. 50 right. years, Beatles, 50 years old. Yeah. So, I mean, Elvis, you talk, there are people that still think Elvis is alive. Elvis would be 130 by now. There's no way he's alive, no, Jerry. Nor not. is Jim Morrison. Right. All those conspiracies about different people who died. There was a big Andy Kaufman, the, the crazy sure. comedian. Everyone thought he faked his death because he used to do crazy mm-hmm. stunts. He's never resurfaced. He has not resurfaced. Although Jim Carrey did a very good impersonation. He did. I enjoyed that movie. So did I. Man on the Moon. Yes. Or Man so in... I. Was it Man in the Moon? Man on the Moon. I don't moon. think Man on the Moon. Man on I the Moon. I don't know, though. I think it was Man, it man on the how Moon. About, how about a Man in a Moon? Man slash Moon. A man in the Moon. A man walks the Moon. If you believe they put a Man on the Moon, Man on the Moon. Uh, this is a great... made in a Hollywood basement. Uh, th- yes. This is a great story, Jerry. I love this one. You know how we say everyone has a podcast? A lot of people have two. A lot of people have, well, a lot of people have one. Some people have two. A woman has discovered that her two roommates have a podcast. This is not going to go in a good direction, is it? And she found out that the podcast is about about how much they hate her. Oh, God. Yeah. Why would they be roommates with her? I don't know. That's not nice. Let me see what the name of this podcast is. I might have to start listening to it. Download it for the ride home. Now, there's a guy who works here. Uh, Tom Izzo. Mike Bershiglia. Uh, right. He now drives for Uber Eats. Yes. As well as a producer on CBS Sports Radio. He's uh, starting an Uber Eats podcast. He told me that. He asked me if I wanted to download it. I said, I hope you're not serious. No. A he, big he's going to no. tell stories about Uber Eats deliveries. That's fine. Now, I said... As long as he, he should just target nationally all the Uber Eats drivers because they would all share in that experience. Like if there were a behind-the-scenes radio podcast, yes. I would listen to that. You would? I guess. Why? You are behind the scenes. Oh, right. Like why would you care what's going on behind the scenes at the fan, at K-Fan in Minnesota? Like honestly. Yeah, that's a good – yeah, because I don't know who those personalities right. are. They're just people. Right. That's true. Forget it. Don't come out with that podcast. I'm not listening. On the Wood and the Pecker show today, this happened. The Wood and the Pecker? <laughs> <laughs> that I would listen to. Of course you would. Good morning, Wood and Pecker. <laughs> you used to need to have creative disc jockey names. Yes. Like Wood and Pecker would be a great morning show. <laughs> there was a morning show. I think they had a station in... New Jersey. They had a station in New Jersey, Michigan. The was called, the Pecker? No, it was called... It was called Hot Wings and Beer or Beer and Hot Wings. Yes. Um, and matter of fact... Or something. Uh, Compass Media Network syndicates them. Is that right? 
Hot wings and salt? What the hell is it called? Might be hot wings and beer. Yeah. It might, and there's still... Is the one guy's name hot wings and the other guy's name beers? Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, like wood in the pecker? No, no, no. It's... <laughs> It is. You're exactly right. I Hold bet on. Wood in the Pecker was a show somewhere at some point in the 80s. Wood in the Pecker with you. Good morning. Hold on. I'm going to get a phone. Now, you Google that, Jerry. I got it. Okay. The Wood in the Pecker show or the beer and it's hot wings? It's the free beer and hot wings morning show. Oh, free beer. They've been around a very long time. So you've got the show is, this is, how, it, this is how it is. Okay. So Compass Media Networks, the company I work for, syndicates yeah. the show. All right. The show is hosted by Greg Freebeer Daniels, <laughs> Chris Hot Wings Michaels, Eric Zane, the producer, okay, Joe and Steve. All right. I mean, they're syndicated across the country. They have been on a very long time. Yes, and I think they're very good for over I've been fifteen told. years. I bet. I hear a lot of um, oh, they got Kelly Hotlanta. That's She's a co-host. On it too. Yeah, Steve Hotgun McKiernan. Joe Buttergut Gasserman and Kelly Hotlanta. Jerry, if we changed our name to The Wood and The Pecker, would you rather be The Wood or The Pecker? The Wood. You would. You can be The Pecker because you're a pain in the ass. Yeah. i tell you what, why don't we put this? Why don't we put the podcast out? As The Wood and The Pecker show? The Wood and The Pecker podcast. Okay. See what happens. See if anybody even notices. Okay, in the description today I'm going to write, normally I write, we discuss da 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 Right. I'm going to write on today's Wood and the Pecker show. Yes. And then the things we discussed. I'm good with that. All right. That's fair. See if anybody notices. Here's a story from Serbia, Jerry. A six, Serbia? Yeah. A 65-year-old Serbian man phoned in a fake bomb threat in the hopes of keeping a flight attendant who refused to date him within the country so he could talk her into a, a date. He, extreme, uh, isn't it? he put in a, a fake bomb threat to a Lufthansa flight in Germany because he wanted a date with the flight attendant. When you hear Lufthansa, what do you think? Lufthansa? Yeah. I the don't heist know. from Goodfellas, no? Oh, right. That's all, that's all I think about. You're right. When I, even when I see an ad or hear an ad on the radio, For that's Lufthansa? all I think about. And that was a true true story? Based on a true story. Yeah. Based on a true story. Yes. Uh, Lufthansa. Lufthansa? Lufthansa. Is it Lufthansa or Lufthansa? I don't know what that second one was. Lufthansa. You had it fine. And whenever I hear Qantas Air, I think of Rain Man. Why? Because Rain Man, in the movie, he kept repeating about Qantas Air. He would only fly Qantas. Is that true? I don't remember that. Because they never had a crash. Okay. So he would walk around Qantas, never crash. I didn't know that. Yeah. Is it is Qantas Air a real thing? Yeah, it's a it's an Australian airline. Oh, okay. Was evidently, according to Rain Man, I was not aware. Never crashed. Are you aware of this, Jerry? That you could be fined by your Uber driver? No, I was not. A woman <sighs> was hit with a one hundred dollar fine for dropping Skittles in the back of an Uber she was a passenger in. She not picked them up. She got right. Oh. She got a cleaning fee. Tacked onto her Uber bill for one hundred dollars. That's a bit much. I have. Bucks. Come on. I have heard that there's vomit fees. There are. Like I've experienced you, that. You have. Yes. What do you mean you experienced it? I've experienced. That. You were in a car that somebody vomited I was in, a in. Car when someone vomited. Yes. In an Uber. Correct. There were four. Wow. Of us. And uh, one of the girls uh, in the car. Okay. Uh, the other couple we were with. 
did not look well. Mm-hmm. And we were crossing over the bridge in Red Bank. And, of course, she had to be on the left side of the car when the sidewalk was to the right. Okay. And I said, dude, you might want to pull over for a second. You said to the Uber driver? Yes. To where he started to pull over. And she did the best she could to catch it. But right. something got out. Something escaped. In the Uber. Amount got out. And so they charged 250 Wow. Here's why. Uh, and that goes right on your bill. It's not that, right on No, your... this is how it works. So the guy was ready to offer him. What was he going to do? He wanted to charge it to the account. Okay. Um, and just put it on the credit card. And the guy said, that's not the way it works. It's $250 cleaning fee. He goes, I got to come back for either a check, cash, or a different. There was a different swipe. Really? Yes. And so they went to the house the next day. The guy paid him $250. The reason why, at first it seemed steep, but as we were driving, and the, guy, the driver was apologizing for how much it cost, but it made sense. He goes, it's 9 p.m. He goes, I usually work till 1. You just cost me a whole night. Right. He goes, it's a standard rate. He goes, I have to get this professionally cleaned by the laws of Uber. All right. The- Uber laws. Correct. So it's essentially a hundred and fifty dollar cleaning fee and a hundred dollars of lost time fee. Now, would you have? Uh, would you take a cheaper Uber if there was vomit in the car? Like if I said, listen, no, I, I would not. That's no, sir. This is it normally smells. A, no, of course not. This is normally a forty dollar ride, Mister Recco. I'll charge you twenty, but there is vomit in the car. I would not. You would not. I don't think I would take the ride for free if there was vomit in the car. Me neither. I'd rather pay the forty bucks for a clean car. If you were an Uber driver or a Lyft driver, one of these drivers, Jerry, which I could be soon. Would you rather someone vomit in your car or... Or what? Diarrhea. Dude, come on, man. Why? Why Why even ask that question? Because it's a good question. No, it's not a good question. How many people poop themselves? Not many. Okay. A lot of people throw up after a night of They do. That's why if I was an Uber or a Lyft driver, I would drive only during the day. I would like you said, take take people to the airport. Yeah, well, that would be my thing. Take people who've lost their license via DUIs to and fro work. The, but the problem is you make a fortune on the weekends yeah. at night. That's the problem. And you're driving nonstop. Right. Especially where we are in Jersey. I think during the day in Manhattan, you're probably fighting to get the fares fast right. enough. But I don't know, man. If you're not going to drive at night during the uh, in Jersey, I don't know where you're making enough money. Right. To Friday night, Saturday night. Yeah. Those are your big That's, money Even nights. Thursday night, I think you probably do okay. Thursday nights. But that's it. You drive around Manhattan on a Tuesday evening at 5 p.m., you're going to have fares all over the place. Right. Go drive around Red Bank at 5 p.m. I don't think there's many people. Everybody's got a car in Jersey. There'd be fares all deep in this. Right. At least on the weekends, people like us now don't drive when we go out. Right. So I'm looking for the car. Me too. I don't know. Uber, we're looking for you. Uber, Lyft. It's funny. We still call it generically Uber, even though we mean Lyft. Like, I always take a Lyft. But I'll oh, see, say, I only use Uber. I don't use Lyft. Oh. I don't even have Lyft on my phone. Oh, oh. Right. Because it became like Band-Aids and uh, Kleenex. The brand name became the name people use. That is true. Xerox. Uber. Coke. Even when you get a Pepsi. Exactly. You ask for a Coke. Great point, Jerry. Mm-hmm. I like when they go, will Pepsi be okay? Hell No. Do you ever get people? There's no way people ever go. Oh, Pepsi? No, I'm not having that. Yes, you believe that? No, I've seen it at a restaurant. I'd be friend, like, uh, I like a Coke. Oh, I'm sorry, a Pepsi. A, good for friend you. Friend of mine used no. to have a drinking problem. 
the way he got off it was he basically became addicted to coffee and Coca-Cola. Oh. And we went to Friday's. Friday's? Or Hands. I forget one. Two years ago. One of them. only had Pepsi. Pepsi product, please. I said, is that okay? He goes, no, I'd rather, if you don't mind, water with li- uh, lemon, please. Oh. He, he finds Pepsi too sweet. It is a little sweet. So, but he wasn't rude about it. Right. But he didn't want Pepsi. Okay. So, yes, I have seen that. Hmm. Oh, lemonade. That's what he got. Lemonade. Le- it was lemonade. How about when they go, do you have Dr. Pepper? And they go, we have Mr. Pibb. It's <laughs> <laughs> a stupid. Or what's the Mountain Dew one? Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow is good. I like Mellow Yellow. Uh, Here's another story, Jerry. Uh, Researchers at Microsoft and Carnegie Mellon University and the University of Pennsylvania. Penn. Yes. Analyzed uh, 22,484 porn sites. How many? 22,000. 22,000? Well, this must have been some researchers. 22,000 porn sites and found that 93% of them take your data and give it to a third party. Of course they do. Mm. That doesn't surprise me. Wow. It says some people use on their computer incognito mode or private mode thinking that their information will not be leaked. And it still is. But all that incognito or private mode does is ensures that your browsing history is not stored on your actual computer. So that your wife can't see what you're doing. Right. But they can. It says that Google was the number one third-party company that porn sites gave your information to. Gave or sold? Probably sold. Yeah. And I I guess that's how they get all the, why it's all available for free now. Right. Because they make a fortune by selling the information. Right. Would you have ever guessed that there were 22,000? Porn sites? For real. No. I could name up a handful on my hand. You know what that is? Five. That is a ton of people doing pornography. A lot of pornography. It's quite a business, Jerry. It's a big business. Holy. You think a lot of that's amateur? Amateur pornography? Meaning just a guy videoing his wife and uploading it? Mm, No, although I don't know how these sites are still making money since everything is free. Why we just said they sell your information. Oh, I see. Are you not listening to your own podcast? I'm going to start paying attention to this show. (laughs) From here on out, I had hot beer and wings in my headset. (laughs) They were doing something terrific. Um, Yeah, I guess so. You could either pay for your pornography or get it for free and all of your information. Do you think if you pay for your pornography, they don't sell your information? No, they're probably still selling it too. So they're double dipping. You're double dipping. With the wood and the pecker. Yeah. That's interesting. The Wood and the Pecker show. Don't think. Just react. Your favorite porn site is? You're thinking. Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. They've got studies. (laughs) They've got scientists employed there, Jerry. Exactly. Who doesn't love a good scientist? Statisticians from Quinnipiac. (laughs) (laughs) And the AP or whoever else does those polls. Someone else does them. That's funny. Reuters polls or something. I got to go. All right, Jerry. The warm-up program. It is next. And we didn't, we're not calling it the Wood and the Pecker. Just the podcast. Just the podcast part. The Wood and the Pecker podcast. Say on, that fast. I'm going to say, I'm going to write in the description on today's Wood and the Pecker podcast. Perfect. And then I'll do whatever. I like it. See if Eddie even says anything. The Wood and the Pecker postgame podcast. <laughs> <laughs> on today's Wood and the Pecker postgame podcast. Okay, perfect. All right. The warm-up uh, program is on next. On the Wood. And I'm the pecker. See ya! <laughs>
campers? It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Well, good morning to you. It is a Tuesday here on The Fan. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. Did you lose power last night? Uh, I did not lose power last night. You were one night. of the lucky ones. Yes, no power loss for me, Jerry. I'm in a nice, insulated community where I don't pay any attention to what goes on outside my four walls. You're in an apartment building. Yeah. Right. You know, before the program, we play music here. Yes. Um, sometimes I choose the music. Sometimes Eddie chooses the music. No, I was you know. listening to music in the newsroom. You think we were oh. listening to the same type of music? Um, no. I don't. I was listening to the Commodores. All right. Eddie had on the Rolling Stones. All right. Similar time. Yeah. 19th Nervous Breakdown. Got it. And I seriously said to him, I said, I go, what do you, I go, what does that mean, 19th Nervous Breakdown? Well, I think the first one would be a problem. Let alone 19 of them. And he looked at me. He said, uh, probably just a song about somebody who's had a lot of nervous breakdowns. <laughs> Not <laughs> pretty basic. Yeah. You don't think any deep meaning to that? Don't look any deeper into it. Hmm. Maybe a 19th relationship. 19. But why 19? Well, perhaps. Why he, not 20? Perhaps 20 he wrote nervous. about the 19th because his boyfriend or girlfriend just drove him totally over the edge. I 19th see. 19th nervous breakdown. Was, get out. That was the 19th nervous breakdown. Because yeah, everybody's got a breaking point. To some degree, don't they? Yes. So maybe for him it was the 19th relationship. I see. The other 18 were bad. This one was really bad. I'm going to Wikipedia that later. How many relationships would you say you've had? 19? 19? Relationships? More or less than 10. Meaning what? Like I was on multiple dates? Or... I, yeah, I would say a relationship mm. means five dates or more. Five dates? I would dates. say that's fair. All right, Jerry, that's fair. Because five dates has got to be at least a month. <laughs> Doesn't no yeah <laughs> no no I would say yes you know, once um, a week I got a very late start I'm gonna still go over ten okay For, I, oh, I agree absolutely I mean Here you're fifty and single so why wouldn't comes you my nineteenth nervous breakdown so you might have had twenty five no way Jerry I deliver everyday screen calls counts that's true here comes my millionth nervous breakdown rewrite the song. <laughs> Jerry, a lot of people will make a big deal out of this Edwin Encarnacion bouncing into a triple play. I don't. Me neither. What was it? Right at the bag. Right at the bag. Walk the parrot, Edwin. <laughs> not last night. Not that <laughs> he way. He did not walk the parrot. But really, a double play everyone bounces into. Yes. This is just one more out. Here's why it's a, here's why it's a nice play. The catch, exchange, transfer, and throw by Jonathan Scope. The third baseman? <laughs> oh, the second baseman. The second baseman, <laughs> So I'm in my 19th nervous breakdown. For Arias to grab the ball and step on third, not that big of a deal. Easy. But to catch, step, throw, and get it over there, it's a nice play by Scope. And they were both, like, the, the play at second, very close? Very close. Judge was uh, sliding in. Judge sort of ran him over. Back in the day, Jerry, that would not have been a triple play because Aaron Judge. Would have taken him out. Who's, like, seven foot three. That's true. Would have plowed right into that dude. Do you think, John, let's say, because you don't have to slide. Let's say Judge decides not to slide. You think Scope still throws the ball at his face? I think yes. he does. I think he does too. Yeah. And I don't want to take a ball in the face. Because it's really the only way you can take out a double play at this right. point. So right. Just don't slide. Have you ever taken two balls? <laughs> Just don't slide and then have make uh, the second baseman throw a ball right at your right head. At your face. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice play. I mean, it's a nice play. Nice I think play. It's the greatest play ever. No. Walk the parrot. <laughs> and John Sterling was so just uh, bothered by the fact that 
they're bouncing into double plays, triple plays. Right. They're just killing themselves. First inning, no less, Jerry. Yeah, first and second, nobody out. And why was CC Sabathia still there? He was giving up homer he's giving after up home pop-ups that are going out. Oh, they're just Catcher's pop-ups. interference doesn't help. Right. The ground balls, nice plays. They're not getting guys out. You, you, listen, you can't take him out after two innings. All right. He was fine. Just whatever. Gave up a lot of long he balls. He gave up a bunch of home runs. Lot four for it's him. That's silly. Five total for the Twins yesterday. I'm actually surprised now when there's a ball that's hit in the air that doesn't go out. Yeah. Okay. A lot of them just carry now. The bit, the worst example of that this year was that ball that Todd Frazier, who's, yeah, not, a falling mu- down. who's not a muscular, strong, upper body guy. Right. Right. Was down on one knee. And waved at it, home run. And then two days later, threw the bat in disgust because he thought he popped up to left and hit another home run. Oh, right. So, All right. It's what it is now. What are you going to do? It is what it is. It is, yeah. Uh, Tom Brady's taking some social media heat, Jerry. Did you see these idiots that, that want him suspended? Feel he was in Costa Rica with his family. And he wasn't poisoned by alcohol. I don't know if you saw that story about Costa Rica. No, I didn't see that. They confiscated 30,000 bottles of liquor from the area. Oh, I thought from Tom Brady. Because they had 16 people die from alcohol poisoning. Oh. Oh. Tainted alcohol. Tainted. Another reason just to buy American-made. That's what I do with everything, Jerry. Isn't Tito's distilled in Texas? Could be. Anyway, go ahead. So Tom Brady was uh, uh, with the family, Costa Rica. Uh, There's video of him. And his six-year-old daughter... Yes, jumping off. Jumping off a cliff. Now, they make it seem like he's 400 feet in the air. It seemed high to it's me. It's not that high. It looked like it was 50 feet you in the air. You know what it looked like? Hold on, everybody. This is a really weird take. It looked fun. Well... They jumped off into a lake. Yeah, but the problem is... There's no problem. There is a problem because... Don't video it. That's the problem. She hesitated on the jump, so then when he jumped, he, he really... It. Dragged a six-year-old daughter behind him, right, and then flung her into the water. Yes, and a lot of people were not happy with him. A lot, thousands of people were not happy with him. Like you said, though, you said it looked like fun. It did look like fun. Thank God my father wasn't into this fun, fun stuff. stuff. Yeah, holy you wouldn't cow! Be the boring man you are now. If it I wasn't would for your dad. <laughs> not want him grabbing my arm and diving off a cliff in Costa Rica, and pulling me every June. The card from Aloe's dad: <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Thanks for nothing. Like, seriously, yeah. thank you for nothing. I do appreciate thank it. Thank you for not forcing me into nonsense. I don't want to do anything fun. The most I ever had to do is hold a flashlight while he fixed a carburetor. I mean, pathetic, dude. Yeah. He'd be like, hold this flashlight. He took you to Met Games. We would go once a year. Once a year? Did you pack the picnic? Like, uh, you pack the basket no. to bring into Shea Stadium? No. You ever go to a doubleheader? No. And your mom packed sandwiches? No. We would go to night games. Well, sure. Most people do, Al, oh. unless you lived in Wrigley Field. And I remember back in, this was like 82, 83, the ride to Queens oh, was brutal. You would see cars on the side of the road completely stripped. <laughs> and in my head, I was like, that guy probably just got a flat. <laughs> Some gangs came through and stripped the car <laughs> and moved on. And this wasn't last week, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> we went, my aunt and uncle took me to my first Met game. In 1981 or two, I forget, it was against the Dodgers. Fernando Valenzuela pitched. Oh. We got there because of traffic in the third inning. The game was an hour and 51 minutes. I think we were there for 45 minutes and back in the and car gone. on the way home. Right. Yeah, it was terrible. Back, back in your car. Yeah. And I also remember going to bat day once. I still have the bat. It's a blue Mets bat. Right. And I remember 
being back on a train, and I was like, all these people on have this train bats. <laughs> now have bats. Well, you were scarred at a young age. Yeah, that's why I don't do anything now. <laughs> Did you see Jerry a thief? A thief. Thief. Yeah. A thief in the night. I feel bad for these people. Not a the thief, thief robbed the arena football team in Westchester. In right? Westchester, the New York streets. We do commercials for them. Yeah. Boomer does it's reads a good for them. Product. Uh, during the game, thieves robbed the opposing team to the streets. Uh, and st- now, in what my did head, they take I, cash, 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 cash. Give me cash, boy. <laughs> these robbers, I would think honestly that guys playing arena football are doing it for the love of the game. They're getting paid. They ain't getting rich. No, over they're it. doing it for the dream. They still think the they dream. got a shot. They're all. They all think they're Kurt Warner and the NFL is going to call. Precedent set. Right. Kurt Warner did it. Why can't? Why can't me? That's exactly or right. Or I. <laughs> Whatever. And they got robbed. Three grand the thieves made off of. That's all? Yeah. Can I give a little suggestion to the Arena Football League? Sure. Hire a security guard to or watch the lockers. Cameras. Or cameras, I suppose. And they said that it's happened a number of times. Real. Again, yeah. hire somebody yes. to look it over. Ter- that's terrible. I mean, I have a camera in my place. You could put cameras in there. I know you do. You're in an apartment building. Yeah. Al has a fly go by his camera. He thinks he's being overtaken by <laughs> aliens. Seriously, <laughs> thinks he's being overtaken One by One time, aliens. I thought the camera caught a ghost. And that's still up for debate. It's not up for debate. You, you slowed it down. It was a moth. We don't know that. You do know that. Except you I've, slowed it down and I, showed me. Except I've never seen a moth in my place. Interesting. Because it went to die. We used to fear all the time if if your clothing was in the closet that moths moth. were going to eat it. <laughs> that well, That's you, completely gone now. Did you ever take out a shirt? Eddie, you've got four, like seriously, 4,000 shirts, something like that. You have a stack T-shirts. of shirts from the last 10 but years. 4,000 is a bit of an overstatement, but I would say. A about, couple thousand. Uh, no. I would say about 300. Have you? That's all. He's yeah. got one for every day of the year. Well, it's 365. He has 365 right, T-shirts. So have you ever taken out a shirt at the bottom of the pile, put it on, and you have a hole in the armpit? Or had oh, a hole sure, in the shirt. Somewhere, See? yeah, absolutely. Moths in his house. From a moth or from wash and wear? I believe it's the wash and wear because I haven't seen any evidence of moths. Our grandmothers still believe in moths. That's why they have moth, moth balls. Moth balls. <laughs> Good news, moths are not eating our clothes. Bad news, everything smells like menthol now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever use those if you had a stuffy nose? Moth balls? Suck the moth ball? No. Like, sniff it? Then they tried to compete with mothballs, cedar chips. Who bought those? I did. Of course put you in did. my closet. Of course you did. Smells better, much better than mothballs. Smells much better uh, than mothballs. We got to take a quick cedar break. Chips. We're gonna sort out the mothballs, and when we come back, G joins us at six on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, here we go. Yankees did lose last night in Minnesota. What else you got? You know, last week, I think it was, Jerry, the uh, Top Gun trailer came yes, out. and everyone was we had with nothing. Yeah, everyone was so excited about I disagree about. with you on this one, though. And there was really nothing. Now the Mr. Rogers movie trailer hit with Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. It intrigues me, and I'll tell you why. All right. Go ahead. And I was going to say, the, it, everyone that posted the trailer was like, try not to cry. There was nothing for me to cry. I wanted to cry. I want to cry. I think you might. It's intriguing because it's billed as he was this great, amazing man. Yeah. Tells me that something's going to be at the end that we're not going to like. Was and that I a, think we're going to cry. 
Was that a true story that he was in the Marines and he's full of tattoos? <laughs> no, that was not a true story. Oh. Neither was the blind superhero. Oh. True story? No. So that, two fake. That was not. Fake news stories. Those were two fake news stories. And did you see quickly, Jerry, the LSU football team? I did. The sleep pods? Their new locker room has sleep pods. Yes. It looks like a jet blue first class it in there. It looks awesome. I think we should get those here. Now, do you think a player would go there just because of those locker rooms? Uh, no, but it's an like, added bonus to go like there. Like if it was, mm, it's either LSU or Listen to the fan <laughs> for daily reports from Giants training camp with Paul Dottino and Jets training camp with Brian Costello.